guess who is back in the news again? That's right, your favorite despicable district attorney and mine, Thomas Bada. Now let's get to the Immigration and Nationality Act of 1965. I've actually just recently discovered this today. Thomas Bada was actually fingered in the abuse of 27... 27 Filipino workers that were actually came over here in 1965. They were so abused. All 27 of them eventually left their position. And Thomas Spada actually booked all 27 of them on neglect and conspiracy charges. The Supreme Court themselves actually reversed that decision from Thomas Spada. June 10, 2020, Thomas Spada is actually disbarred, which means he will never, ever, ever, ever practice law ever again in his life. Thomas Spada, after 15 years in office, that's the problem right there. 15 years in office, you read that again? The problem with that is you're only allowed to serve up to 12 years in office. And it actually says right here and there. No person to serve as district attorney for more than 12 consecutive years. But t somehow Thomas Spada managed to pull some strings and serve for 15 years. Thomas Spada Bill. Anybody heard of that? Yes, there's a Thomas Spada Bill. Which actually states that from now on, any official officer or district attorney, whomever, is going to get paid by the government or the state. Not actually the person who is actually being sued at the time. They don't have to front the bill. And check this out, there's actually been, New York State is actually fronting the bill now for any screw-up, which Dennis Brown, an attorney, actually proposed that it was frivolous, which makes a lot of sense if you read it like that, right there, because it does not add up at all, because they did not represent him whatsoever in a court of law during his screw-ups. It was also discovered that Thomas Bada actually had a some type of thing going on where he was giving special projects, quote-unquote, to a man named Lotto, L-A-T-O. We'll get to that in the next episode. Now, murder in Smithtown, New York. This is what I really wanted to touch on. This case is so ridiculously twisted, right? Check this out. Most, if not all, of the verdicts actually went to a mistrial for all four teenagers, which meant that they actually did not know whether they were guilty or not guilty. I'll go one step further. One trial, excuse me, one uh, teenager actually went as far as to have three different trials. And on the third trial, that's when he was actually found guilty. Another teenager, after getting out of jail, they actually reversed the charge itself and actually dropped all charges, if I'm not mistaken. It is in the paperwork. James Burke, the 14-year-old key witness, was up and down that everybody else was drinking. He did not. However, on a different testimony, somebody else said that all of them were actually drinking, including James Burke. Speaking of Burke, there's a Robert Burke who police originally were investigating, which that did not come up in trial of any of the four teenagers at all. On top of that, there was actually a decision by the courts not to cross-examine any of the witnesses. How was that even possible? That decision was actually brought up, and that is actually brought up in the uh, appellates when he actually tried to get his uh, decision overturned from guilty to not guilty. In fact, it was actually brought up, if I'm not mistaken, for all four of the children, teenagers, that were actually tried. Now here's where it gets even more nuts. As everybody swore up and down, three out of the four individuals that the one suspect in case that they were actually questioned about during in court, all three of them actually said that he put his bike against the uh, tree and actually had nothing to do with his friends attacking this individual, this 13-year-old boy. However, there's a fourth person 
Dad has a different view and says, no, he attacked them. My question is, why is this case so all over the place? I'm going to let you know in the next episode. Thank you for watching. Please tune in for the next episode of Suffolk County Corruption Facility. There is more, much more. Burlap Sack is out now as is Serrano. Listen to it. Check it out.